Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on Fridays in May, each film touches upon Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or the hard way to enlightenment and the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie at nortonsimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at laist.com slash sweeps. <laughs> I love this. Must be air talk on your radio. Austin Crosby. Hey, you got love on the brain? We do this week. And we're talking about love at first sight. You know, you've seen the meet cute in movies a thousand times, right? Two strangers. They lock eyes from across a crowded room or on a busy sidewalk, maybe. Suddenly, inexplicably, they're in love. Now, look, research has shown that certain stages of romantic love are driven from room by dopamine. That magic little chemical in our brain that is responsible for motivating our ancestors to find food and water. So love, in a sense, is part of our survival system. But is it really possible to fall in love at first sight? Well, this is where I want to hear from you. Have you fallen in love at first sight? Maybe your parents. Do you know someone who has? What was it like? How did it go from there? Maybe maybe you thought you did, and it didn't go so hot. However this has played out for you, I would love to hear from you this morning. 866-893-5722 is our number. You can also email us, atcomments at las.com, but it is love week. So if you got love, shout it. And if you thought you did and it didn't go so hot, I would also love to hear your cautionary tale. 866-893-5722 is our number. Lucy Brown is with me. She is a clinical professor of neurology at Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx and co-creator of the website, The Anatomy of Love. Lucy, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, it's so good to be here. Well, it's a question on a lot of folks' minds, I'm sure, now after that intro. But I'll start off by asking, do you believe that love in first sight, at first sight, is possible? Oh, I certainly do. Oh, yes. Uh, there are so many people who report this. So, you know, it's not doesn't happen to everybody, but for sure it happens. The uh, you just mm. quoted partly you quoted a song, you know, some enchanted evening South Pacific. <laughs> right. But, um, and it goes, you may see a stranger across a crowded room. And somehow, you know, you know, even then that somewhere you'll see them again and again. And mm. so, you know, um, Paul. Oh, we might have lost Lucy Brown. friends, you know. Well, Lucy, and sorry, you cut out there for just a little bit, but I mean, why do you think that we're so captivated as a society about this idea of love at first sight? I mean, I can tell you as a young person, you know, growing up and, you know, obviously as a young person does, dreaming of love one day. You just think it's going to be such a magical, like, quantum moment, right? Like, it's going to happen and it's going to change everything for you. But it's clearly captivated humans for millennia, I would say. Why do you think we're so captivated by this idea, even just through our culture? 
oh, because it's such, you know, so our culture likes a quick fix, but I don't think it's just that. I, I think we adore love. We, we like that feeling. Uh, it's a it's a high to be in love and so to have it happen quickly and to just know for sure this is the person um, that you want to pursue that's it's it's a captivating idea that uh, something can happen so quickly and you don't have to think about it at all uh, love is a mini splendored thing. Talking right now with Lucy Brown, clinical professor in neurology at Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx. When we step back to her in just a second, we're going to talk about what science tells us about it. But Carol is giving us a call from Mar Vista. Carol, it looks like you are a believer in love at first sight. So maybe tell us how your story went. Well, I guess so. I guess you could call it love what happened. I'm, I've been married to the same person for 50 years where this happened. And uh, I was in graduate school and he was teaching a, a class and I walked into the room and saw him and I wasn't like looking for love particularly. And um, this flash of lightning, like a physical, uh, a visual flash of lightning struck me like and I felt it in my whole body. I was shaken. And uh, I just, from then on, I couldn't get him out of my mind. I couldn't get him, I, I, nothing. He was just, it was just, I was struck. <laughs> and when I started going out with him and dating him or whatever you might call it, because it was in the 70s, um, he saw the same thing. The exact same thing hit him at that time. And uh, I never got over it. And I, it really happened to me. And I, a long time ago, there used to be these love comics, like when they were com when there were comic books. And I remember in the love comics, the girl would go, ah, and there would be zap and you'd see a zap of lightning. And that's literally what happened to me. And uh, I've been with this man for 50 years now. Oh my gosh, that is so incredible. Carol and Mar Vista, thank you so much for calling us, sharing your story. I want to get in one more really quickly. Randy is calling us from Newport Beach. Randy, tell us a little bit about your possibly maybe love at first sight story. Yeah, well, it, I kind of think it was love at first sight, although who knows what love at first sight is when you're 24 years old and she was 22. Um, I was traveling Europe for uh, 22 months, and on my 20th month, I met her at a student party in England. She's actually from Italy. She was there to learn English, and I thought, well, you're kind of cute. Um, so basically we talked that whole night uh, nobody spoke to her i didn't speak to her or nobody else spoke to me and we just kind of like hit it off i walked her home and i gave her a peck on the cheek and i said tell you what can i call you tomorrow morning at nine o'clock and she said sure i called her at nine and from then on we had lunch dinner and we saw each other for the rest of my trip which was two months and four days after we had met, we both looked at each other and it's like, you're the type of girl I'd like to marry. She goes, you're the type of guy I'd like to marry. And keep in mind, I had a bit of experience traveling Europe for 20 months before that. So I'm like, this girl's really special. Um, but, you know, was it love at first sight? Well, it was uh, um, uh, limerence for sure. Um, <clears throat> but we've been married for 33 years, have two wonderful children, and... 
you know, just I tell her I appreciate her every day. Um, kiss her, love her. She's just, I'm so blessed. But R- Randy, Leah, what's your wife's you? name, Randy? Leah. Leah. Shout out to Leah and Randy. Randy, thank you so much for sharing that story. That was Randy in Newport Beach. 866-893-5722 is our number. We're talking about love at first sight. When we come back, we're going to go back to our guest, Lucy Brown, who's a clinical professor in neurology at Einstein College of Medicine. We're going to actually talk about what's happening in your brain in those moments when people are feeling madly in love. But we want to hear from you. 866 866- 893-5722 is our number. If you think that love at first sight has happened to you, we'd love to hear about it. If you thought that you did and maybe it actually didn't, but you learned something from it, oh, I would love to hear about that too. 866-893-5722 is our number. You can also email us atcomments at laist.com, laist.com. But come on, we got a line open for you right now. 866-893-5722. Shout that love. We'll be back in 60 seconds. It's Air Talk here on LAS 89.3. I'm Austin Cross in today for Larry Mandel. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about love, love at first sight. If it really happens, if it's happened to you, if you think it has, 866-893-5722 is our number. I'll say it slowly because I'm terrible at remembering numbers. 866-893-5722. We have a line open for you right now. In just a second, we're going to talk to Ricardo in Long Beach. But I want to come back to our expert on the line, Lucy Brown, clinical professor in neurology at Einstein College of Medicine, also co-creator of the website, The Anatomy of Love. Lucy, I know that you and your colleagues have studied the brain activity of people who are madly in love. What did you find out? Oh, so we looked at people who were in the early stages of romantic love. Because when we're talking about love at first sight, it is important to define the kind of love we're talking about because there's long-term companionate love, parental love, brotherly love, and there's this early stage intense romantic love, which mm. uses a primitive part of the brain called the ventral tegmental area, which has all most of the cells that contain dopamine for the whole brain. And this part of the brain really... Uh, is a drive system. So once I knew about the data from the brain and saw what parts were activated for early stage romantic love, I realized that um, we're really in a high, a kind of a drug high. It's a natural addiction. So the brain systems that are activated for romantic love are also activated by uh, a dose of cocaine. So. Um, and that's a that's you know what we realize now is there are natural addictions. Um, mm. Hunger and thirst is really a natural addiction, and so is the person who we're in love with. I think of us as being addicted to that person, and so they can give us a high. I mean, let me, and could I just yeah, ask Lucy, based off of this, then like. Was there an evolutionary function of love? Like, were our primitive ancestors, like, falling madly in love with each other over some rocks or anything? Oh, sure. So Helen Fisher (laughs) likes to say that, um, you know, it's part of the human reproductive strategy. And um, we talk about romantic love as a developed form 
of a mammalian drive. So not just an emotion, a drive to pursue preferred mates. And of course that keeps our species going um, to uh, have a mate and produce offspring. But, you know, it's also a function for protection. Romantic love, we stick together, we're together a lot, we, we protect each other uh, from predators, perhaps, or, you know, mm. in these days, just um, from others, other dangers, uh, we have, we can have talks together where we're enjoying something together. That's very important. Enjoying life together. Talk so... Lucy, let me reintroduce you real quickly. I'm sorry about that. Lucy Brown, talking right now with Lucy Brown, clinical professor in neurology at Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx. And I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Lucy. You could please continue if you want. Oh, that's fine. So, you know, it's this kind of love at first sight is a kind of infatuation. And the people who called in so far have given fabulous examples of of what it involves. You know, when I talk about that, the reward system, neuroscientists call it an activation of the reward system. And there was this flash of light for the first woman who spoke. She was a little nervous, you know, she, she was almost trembling, but she also was very lucky that the other person had a flash also mm. and in instantly was attracted to her. And the attraction is not just sex. I think that's an important distinction to make. It's this desire for emotional union. So this romantic love involves a connection with another person, sharing your dreams with another person. Uh, sex can be a big part of it and make it wonderful. So it's, it's this emotional union that's so important. Lucy, I want to get in one a couple people because a few sure. people have called in to, to share their love stories. Let's start with Lindsay in Pasadena. Uh, and Lindsay, I understand that your somewhat love at first sight story happened when you first moved to L.A. Tell us quickly about that. Yeah. Hi. Um, I was walking out of a bar with my best friend in um, Hollywood, California. I just moved to Los Angeles. And I was standing outside the bar, and all of a sudden this guy walks up and literally like bumps into me, like almost knocks me over. And I'm like, ow. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hi. I'm, he's like, do you know where this uh, one bar is? And it was actually the bar I came out of and it was in neon lights above our head. I'm like that one. He's like, oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, what's your name? And so then for some reason, when I saw him, it was like this amazing spark. Like my whole body was just like, whoa. And I um, pulled him in by his shoulders and I whispered in his ear my name. And I was like, my name is Lindsay. And he looked back at me and then I was like, what's your name? And then he whispered back like, David, like very nervous. And, I said, <laughs> and then he goes, but why are we whispering? And I said, because it looks like we're talking about something really important, but we're not. And we both started <laughs> laughing and we got each other's numbers and we... Um, never stopped talking after that. We've been together for 15 years, um, married for 10. And uh, yeah, we have two oh beautiful boys. Yeah. Wow, I think I fell in love a little bit just hearing that story. That's Lindsay and Pasadena. That's so sweet. I'm going to try to get a really quick one from Freddie. Freddie, we got about uh, 30 seconds. But if you can give me uh, your story, I would love to hear it. 
Freddie, are you with us? Oh, yes. Yes. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Freddie, give it to us real quick if you could. Yes. Uh, I met my wife now for um, in a club. She was with a cousin of hers and her niece. They were celebrating her birthday. And uh, I was with my friends at that time. I wasn't drinking. She was a little tipsy. And I kept looking at her. And uh, I thought the gentleman was her boyfriend or so. But something in my guts were telling me after the dance. And I kept looking at her all night long. Um, long story is uh, short is that I asked her and she said no. And I asked her, to, are you sure? And she looked up at that moment and she said, sure. And we went to dance and it happened to be the last song of the night. Ah. And I was like, okay. And for sure, I asked her, do you want to be my friend? Uh, can I have your number? And she claims that she never gives her real number. And she did. And now we have two beautiful children. Um, we've been married for 24 years. Amazing, Freddie. We got to leave it there, but that's uh, that's an enchanted evening for sure. Freddie and Orange now married with two kids. We just heard from Lucy Brown, too, clinical professor in neurology at Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx. We're talking about love at first sight, and we've got air talk just ahead. More. Stick around. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.